And gentlemen, welcome to the fall edition of the Overserved Podcast. We are here live to air at the exclusive Spruce Hill Studios and Academy, where the Trues recorded their third album here. I am joined, as always, by Andrew. What a crisp fall day it is today. Great day to pod. Beautiful. Kevin? Hello, I'm back. And Nick, this one's for you. Fuck Nick. Fuck Nick. <laughs> So we are coming to you live to air with some hot new material. We're going to be talking about CFL today. We're going to be talking Leafs. We're going to be talking baseball. We're going to be talking about the pod. Uh, first, you want to start off talking about the pod, what we've been up to since, some feedback we got from the last one, some changes here. Yeah, I got uh, exciting news from the world of iTunes we can get into. We got exciting news from the world of having a pod back. That's always exciting. And uh Feedback. Feedback. Absolutely. So to start off, subscribe to us now on iTunes by searching Overserved. Now we are not the Overserved podcast that has a quality picture, quality content, and probably quality sound. We are the other Overserved podcast uh, with the uh, link or with the name Noah Vanderhoff. That's us. That's us. I think we're the Overserved Podcast, and they're just Overserved. So ser- right. search for exactly. the Overserved Podcast. Search for the Overserved, and we are the ones with the cheap logo that I did on my phone via paintbrush. <laughs> and uh, make sure if you like the uh, podcast, you want to you want us to keep going, uh, rate us five stars. Again, I don't have Apple, so I don't know what that means. Uh, all you got to do is click the fifth star, and then leave a rating saying that uh, you know the pod was great. This is the best pod ever. Uh, or, better or better than the Bill Simmons pod. Or chirp. Yeah. As long as it's five stars, yeah. you can say whatever yeah. the hell you want. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What about uh, feedback? Uh, feedback from the last one. We got a lot of great feedback from our uh, valued listeners, uh, mostly our closest and dearest friends. I could start with our uh, listener, Ryan, who said, so far I vote for Joe Mike to be added full time. Wow. And he was scheduled to be on this program uh, today. But, it but didn't exactly uh, work out. he did not come today. That's okay though. Uh, shout out to John Mike. That's why we got. A, that's why we got a deep bench now. We can just we can just go to the bullpen and pull pull some relief pitchers. He said the audio is much improved. It's this uh, Jofa helmet looking microphone that yeah. you got, Chach. I really like it. It's good, right? Not having the headset on is key too. Really, it's liberating. It's very comfortable. I especially enjoyed you not commenting on nine eleven. <laughs> that should be our goal for every podcast not to comment on 9-11 but occasionally like all goals you, you sometimes you fall short and you do comment on 9-11 some of the uh, the topics he enjoyed was the random banter okay like we're doing now uh, sports related stuff uh, the draft stuff or brackets should only be used once in a while when it's topical like NFL draft time March Madness the day after the first bachelor bachelorette and so on <laughs> Okay, noted. That's good feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prob- probably going to be ignoring that, but noted. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the music draft coming up yeah. after. Peter said, yeah, so good. You can hear all the chatter in the background. I guess he's talking about the audio. Yeah, the last time Does we... Does he mean like like people who aren't actually featured on the podcast? Correct, or just in correct. The background? Last time we recorded live from the Cabana... Uh, Casino, Casino Resort and, and Tabacory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And How was that? I actually haven't heard it yet. Uh, you guys feel it went pretty well? Absolutely. I think it went great, but there was, this new microphone is so good it picks up chatter from the neighbors next door. 
That's right. So I think that's what he's uh, alluding to there. Yeah, we threatened to uh, beat up the kids if they right. would be quiet. You could hear like the yeah. domestic dispute going on next door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good for ratings. Uh, Nick, Nick said I liked uh, the Jackson shitting on the floor story. I guess in reference to to my yeah. yeah I get that. Yeah, I, I could yeah. probably piece that together. Yeah. <laughs> he not, said, not Samuel L. Jackson shit no, on the floor. Like no, Jackson. Not that again. Yeah. Yeah. No. He said, uh, you lose me at the drafts, especially the music drafts, but he likes the sports talk and thinks we need to cut Sean and Kevin. Wow. You know, there's always going to be haters. So Nick's a guy with not a lot of talent in any area, so he's going to be bitter about most things. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm just I'm just starting, so let's save a few chirps for uh, the rest of the podcast. Now, I purposely left this part out. He did say, ha-ha, JK, after. Oh, wow. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Ooh, backpedal. Watch this backpedal here. Or we can edit that out this, after. This backpedal brought to you by Schwinn. I'm not backpedaling. Let's let's just move on. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep coming at Nick. That's a good angle, I think. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we can have him on the pod one day. Yeah, fuck, and, uh, fuck Nick. Let's get that trending. Hashtag fuck Nick. Okay. Leave that as a comment, too. Five stars. Fuck Nick. Nino. Love you, Nick. Or Anthony said, yeah, I'm out. The last podcast was your worst. Don't know if I can give you a fifth chance. Live performances are fucking brutal. I hate the scripted stuff. That's the pod. Your bits fall flat eight out of ten times. Wow, so brutal. It's You know how, like, when you're getting a performance review, the, the like, format is supposed to be, you know, criticism and then a compliment and then criticism? Right. Nino just straight criticism all the time. And just real yeah, talk. We're looking for a next step here, and I, I can't seem to find one. <laughs> I kept waiting for him to say, but. Yeah. Yeah. There was no but. That's a, you, you described the criticism sandwich there. Right. Usually it's a compliment sandwich. You start with a compliment, criticism, end with a compliment. He went, he went the criticism shit sandwich. It was <laughs> criticism, a whole bunch of criticism, and then criticism. He went with like an Italian sandwich where it's just bread and meat and then more bread. There's yeah. no condiments. <laughs> we, may have, we may have lost him. And the we meat in this him. sandwich was more shit. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll bring him back with this one. So thanks for listening, Anthony. Yeah. You're not listening. <laughs> uh, anything else changed since the last one? Uh, since we went, we got some big changes here. Uh, we're now coming to you live to air in Burlington today. Yeah, and we actually did a, a bit of a photo shoot before today's pod. How'd you like that, guys? Uh, it was kind of silly. A little offbeat, but uh, really brought the energy up. I think. I think so. Yeah. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't checked it out, we did a fall cover shoot for this uh, pod, and uh, I think it, I think it turned out great. Yeah. I think that's gonna when we eventually move this to a a video pod. I think the photo shoots are gonna be a lot. We're gonna really have to work on our outfits and yeah. Uh, we should hire themes. like yeah yeah. We should hire someone to take care of all that. Pick out our wardrobe. Yeah. Make sure that we or maybe we should all wear the same thing like the Beatles. Yeah, we should all wear yeah. yeah. Suits. Suits, yeah. Well, you guys can't see us, but I'm the only one not wearing a knit cap or two great knits. <laughs> it's a fall. He also has his sunglasses on inside. Hey, Bob Bobcat. Yeah. Noah Cat. All right, you guys want to talk about the uh, CFL quickly here? Uh, how about those Red Blacks? Uh, I think they're uh, locked to make the playoffs. I think they've just made their first playoff appearance in the history of the franchise? Well, since the Las Vegas Renegades did it back in 1996. Right. They relocated from Ottawa to Las Vegas, then to Shreveport, back to Ottawa, Baltimore, then Ottawa again, and now they're back in the playoffs, baby! The Shreveport Clamshuckers. Got my jersey at home. Yeah. Anything else about the CFL you want to go over? CFL's can you name? Yeah. Can, you name uh, <laughs> can you name five players on any CFL team? Oh, sure. Uh, 
Chad Cackert, uh, Darren Rick, Flutie, Ricky Williams, <laughs> Brian Chu, yeah, the man, the Ch- legend, Schuster. all uh, on the same team though. Oh, oh no, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. No, no chance. <laughs> Ralph, no. Okay, honestly, talking though, would you guys? Ricky have... Foley, he plays on every team, doesn't he? Every yeah. year he's on a new team. Yeah, Buck he's Pierce. He's like the CFL slut. He's a homeless <laughs> man's Buck Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> I take Nick Foley over Ricky Foley any day, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would? But uh, honestly speaking, have you guys ever sat down and watched an entire CFL game? I watch the Grey Cup when it's on. Yeah, yeah. Grey yeah. Cup. If Shania's at halftime, or the Imagine Dragons, you know, yeah. or the Beebs. But have you actually? You've never actually watched an entire game purposely. Right? No. I've been to a game, so I guess that counts. Oh yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Was that it, was. Uh, was that in the Hammer? Or was that in Toronto? That was in Toronto. It was a playoff game. Yeah. Um, I don't remember much about it. I think they they lost, and uh, I mean, going to a game is not that bad. No, yeah, I went to few... Ricky Williams' first game when uh, there were about fifteen thousand fans there. Yeah, a lot of fanfare to see Ricky. Uh, I don't know if you'd call him a bust, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, Ricky was a. I did he... not like it. Have you ever seen? Have you seen that thirty for thirty on Ricky Williams? No, I have not. It's very good. It's pretty good. I can do a good mean Ricky Williams impression. Okay. Yeah. I mean. When am I supposed to retire? When my knees are shot? When my shoulder's gone? And what am I supposed to do? What is he doing right now? Is he, he like lives in Australia. He's like, like he's, a yoga instructor. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, he's actually... Uh, I, I read an article about him on BuzzFeed. I think he's actually back at the University of Texas getting his degree in psychology or something. Hipster. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, watch that, <laughs> if you watch that 30 for 30 documentary, you actually get a little bit of insight as to... What he's all about? Yeah, why he's probably not your typical football, and he had he had a rough yeah. time growing up. But just run the ball, just run Ricky Run. I think was the name of the documentary. Yeah. So yeah, just. I think he has. I feel like he's the kind of guy who has a problem with working. I don't know if it's like football, whatever it is. Like he just wants to smoke weed and sit on his couch all day. Yeah, like he really does. Yeah, I mean, there's a time and a place for that. That's the University of Texas, but after you graduate, yeah, they showed him living in this like slum. I don't know house, and he's just basically that's all. That's all he's doing all day. He's, he just wants to sit. Like I don't even think he had television or anything. He just. He would go to his neighbor's house and they would play video games together and and with these rednecks and like he was part of their like poker group and everything and like they're all just huge potheads and like that's the it's funny because he he really doesn't need much and doesn't want much but think about all of the money that he he kind of threw away or could have had yeah like, well well let's not talk about rednecks that way that's our that's ninety percent of our <laughs> that's audience our core here, audience. Right? Come on. <laughs> Come on! I just want to sit around all day and play some video games. Like, Why does Ricky Williams sound like Mickey Mouse? <laughs> 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 yeah. He's Mickey Williams, Mickey right? Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what everyone's going to say about impressions. I don't know if we've done too many of those before. Oh, I think in the, one of the first pods, I did a mean Ray Lewis impression too, right? Yeah, but that was actually pretty good. This is, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. a great Mickey Mouse impression. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, speaking of the fall theme here, uh, bringing it all back, uh, what a great time. October, one of the best months of the year. What think? a time to be got, alive, uh, you would say, yeah. Uh, some playoff baseball that we'll get into yeah. in a bit. Uh, we got some hockey starring, uh, basketball that no one cares about. We were just saying... Uh, Apple picking. Apple picking. And you'll probably hear Pumpkin it on... Uh, you'll probably hear it on oh, right. our, uh, our B-side tape that's going to come out in a, few, in a few months. But we were talking about how it's... As a Toronto sports fan, like you don't experience, 
you know that mid-July comes around and the Jays are already out of it most of the time and then you're just counting down the days until hockey and basketball start and football's already started but it's it's nice to have that you know I think the Raptors are probably when is their season again is it next Wednesday next week next Wednesday and I, I couldn't pay less attention to it like it's been very I would say I'm in the same boat for the NHL right now yeah yeah it's been very tough to get into any other sport mm-hmm. and that's a great thing because the Jays are playing meaningful games and it's almost November like so there is an opportunity if the Jays do go get to the world when the Jays get mm-hmm. to the World Series I should say there will be a Jays Raptors uh, Leafs and TFC game all in the same Super Day in Toronto and really you know, just ignore your family and watch sports that's all unreal. day. Yeah. yeah. Do you know when that's supposed to happen? Uh, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll check that out uh, and I'll get back to you on on the okay. interwebs. We'll check out with our producer here, Brian. Can you uh, check that out for us? Thanks. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Uh, do you want to get into the Jays talk here? I don't know if we're ready. I don't know if we're, let's you let's guys are still hurting from yesterday. We're coming to you again, live to air, <laughs> Sunday morning here. So the Jays fresh off a terrible loss yesterday. It was uh, devastating. But let's, uh, you, want to, you want to go back from the beginning? Yeah, let's sure. Let's start sure. things off fresh. Let's go in the way back machine a little bit, yeah. Yeah. So back to before the playoffs. Uh, did you guys attempt to get any tickets for a home game at all? Yeah, I went to... Uh, I went to game with work probably early September. It was the Indian series. It was like, yeah, it was probably the first weekend of September and the place was packed. It yeah. was difficult to get tickets, but we, we got them like three weeks in advance. But otherwise, yeah, there was no chance we were getting tickets. It's funny because everybody chirps the Rogers Center as like a ballpark, which I agree, it's, it's not ideal. It's con- However, it's when, concrete. when that place is rocking and they have like 51,000 screaming fans, like that environment we could see in the playoffs was just insane. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I I wasn't at a playoff game, Chacho. Maybe you could speak to this. Like the atmosphere must have been out of this world. So I was uh, I was at game two, the marathon game of the uh, division series, the fourteen inning game. I was in probably the fifth worst seat in the house. I was uh, <laughs> way up top, five hundreds row twenty five. You're in the smoking section. Pretty, pretty like I was behind a catwalk actually. Like there was a cat, there was a mechanical catwalk uh, in front of me. It was uh, me and my brother SD three at the game, and I actually declined some suit tickets. For, right. For those not familiar with the term, these were uh, tickets that were going to be comped to me, but I would have had to go talk some shop. And I said no. There's only you know the first time in 23 years I'm going to this ball game with. Uh, with my bro, and we sat in terrible seats, but the atmosphere up there was fantastic. Uh, you don't want to sit with those suits either, man. <laughs> those damn corporations, all they care about is profit and greed. <laughs> in retrospect, I probably should have, should have uh, taken suit seats. But, um, yeah, no, atmosphere was great up there up until probably the 11th inning. Uh-huh. Then people, I mean, they they stopped serving beer in the seventh inning. Right. They stopped serving food in probably like the ninth inning. It was like going on a five-hour game. People yeah. had, hadn't had, most people didn't eat any lunch, and they were starting to get hungry for dinner. So it started to get a little uh, raucous. And then there's that first of many bad calls against the Jays this playoffs. Mm-hmm. The, Fans were probably too tired to throw beer that night, but <laughs> they didn't have any beer. <laughs> and that's exactly right, right? They were they were tapped out for th- for throwing anything, and uh, and then the energy just got sapped out of the crowd yeah. when they went down too. But up and up until then, it was great. The towels were waving, uh, people were cheering, people were getting up. Uh, you know, every 
every time there was a, every a well every, every time there was two strikes like fans fans really rose up and everything like that yeah, they, yeah it was it was fun I I've never been to a playoff game for any sport so that was a yeah, unique the, experience for the me. whole five game series like for the first round like that was so tense you know like the I don't I don't think anyone thought we would go down 0-2 but it was pretty amazing that they came back and uh, it just added to that you know that game 5 dynamic was just in my opinion the the craziest and the greatest like sporting event I've ever watched. Period. Yeah. Like I when when the Jays won the World Series in '93, I think I was like seven or eight. So I didn't I didn't really understand what was going on. Um, and you know that year the Habs, my favorite team, won the cup that year. So I always thought that okay, you it know, happens all the time. This happens all yeah. the time, right? That but then, to, the year that happened to be the year I was Penguins fan. My Penguins won in '92. Jays won in '93. Yeah. Bills were in the Super Bowl. So I just when I was seven, it was like, just like yeah, you always win or are yeah. close to winning, it's and then. You think yeah. that's what sports are like, and then they don't win for it. And then your entire adult life. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that miserable. the fact that they there was just that game five. I know I'm jumping ahead to this, but well, you know. if you want to go back, did you, was there any point being a Toronto sports fan? Was there any point that you just gave up? Like we Jays? even before they even got into the playoffs, I remember listening to a Jays post game where there was a game they lost to the Indians, or no, I think they swept that one. Yeah, they lost to the Yankees, and callers were calling in and saying, "So what do we do this off season? Uh, we got to switch." <laughs> and uh, Mike Wilner, being the uh, he's an optimist, <laughs> the greatest guy that he is, said, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> This like this is the typical Toronto sports fan. We're in the playoffs. Let's focus on now. Let's yeah. let's let's see what's going to happen in the playoffs. Stop talking about next year. So, bringing it all back to the after the first two games, did you guys just give up and think start thinking? Oh well, let's uh, do an emotional hedge here. They're going to lose. Yeah, I walked I walked out of the stadium and I said to SD three, I said, Toronto is just Cleveland with better health care. Like we're just <laughs> miserable and. Yeah. Yeah, doomed, and yeah. no one is ever going to win. And, and, yeah, don't stop, stop getting your hopes up. This is, yeah, this is the reason you don't get your hopes up because you'll get yeah. crushed. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I don't quite. A few I didn't, people I didn't stay positive at all. Oh, absolutely. I, I honestly think I was pretty optimistic. Still, like a five game series, you know, you you come back and you win that third game, and it, it changes the whole series. And we saw that that momentum kind of carried throughout the rest of this series. But I know a lot of people that. We're banking on Donaldson coming back and Bautista. Like I think that that's what made it extra sour is when those two are injured earlier on in the series. Like they they lose those two guys. That's the heart of your order right there. Like that's to me that if, if they didn't come back and they were out, that would have been it. But I when they said you know Bautista it was just like what was that like a muscle cramp he had or something and 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 Donaldson that slide from a variety of different angles. Looked really bad. I think know? he, I think he probably did have a concussion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He did. You know yeah. what? It's the whole NFL thing, though. They don't the concussions don't happen in the NFL. Yeah. And uh, yeah. baseball playoffs, it's the same <laughs> thing. It was like Edwin hurt his finger most recently. And I'm jumping ahead again, but yeah. he. Uh, it just it seems like injuries are treated. I think everything's a lot more urgent with how they treat injuries. They want people back out right away and. Donaldson was saying right after it happened that he was fine, and then he didn't play the rest of the game. And you're like, okay, you didn't know what you didn't know what planet he was on, but yeah, he didn't have it. Well, there's a there's a clip of like Russell Martin sitting beside him after it happened, and Donaldson's face is red, and he's just looking up kind of at the sky, and Russell Martin's looking at him like, "You are not okay. Get out. <laughs> you should not be yeah. playing baseball right you now. Go inside." Be. Yeah. So then when they came, like when those guys actually ended up playing and, and coming back, uh, and then to force a game five, it just it set the stage for. 
I mean, that game had everything. Set right. the, where where set were you guys when set you Set the stage, that? yeah. Where, where, well, I was... Well, why don't you go ahead first, Noah? I was just going to say, but for Donaldson, it just goes to show you that how easy a concussion test is to pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, you know the answers they want to hear, right? Yeah. yeah. I was on Twitter, and uh, the, the Dodgers pitcher, Brandon McCarthy, said he pointed out that uh, he was dying and his brain was bleeding and needed immediate medical attention when he got the line drive into the into the side of the head. And he said he was able to pass the concussion test <laughs> right after. So, well, by all means. It's, well, not, it's, it's not funny, but... Yeah, yeah, I'm not a doctor, funny. but... What is, like, do you have any idea what it is? Like, what oh. what that entails? Is it... How many fingers am I holding up? Yeah. Go sit in the choir room for a bit. How are yeah. you feeling? Okay. All right. Get back out. I'm sure they rely on what's... The guy says, and if he they says, do that thing with, the, fine. with your finger, and they move it closer, yeah. and if you can yeah. look at your finger, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, I mean, if you've ever tried to beat a field sobriety test, you could probably beat this. I mean, not that I've ever yeah, yeah. no, beat no, it. yeah, no. Were you guys at? Were you at home when you watched that game five? Or? I was, yeah, I was yeah. Uh, watching at home with uh, the wife and the kid. Yeah, and uh, hanging on every moment. She was hanging on every moment. Yeah. Um, where were you guys? I was I was here watching the game with my wife, and I definitely felt like I lost a few years off of my <laughs> life. Like it was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, like yeah. When that everyone knows the play, like when Russell Martin threw the ball back and uh, it hit whatever his name is, Chu or Shinsu Chu. Yeah, it hit his bat. That <laughs> that was devastating. Like that I, that left like a pit in my stomach. Like I I thought that was the game. You know, like I really felt like that's how we were going out because yeah. just so I don't know. And and a play that's so incredibly you 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 would have never seen it, and you probably yeah. will never see it again. Unexpected, yeah. yeah. So the dramatics of that game were like like no other. I was at a bar that's usually pretty quiet around where I work, and. Some guys from work were saying, let's go to this bar because uh, we'll be able to get a seat and then maybe it'll fill up later. It did. It ended up being very, very packed by the end of it. And yeah, absolutely right. When that uh, when that play happens, when you're in a bar, you kind of can hear what the commentators are saying, but it's, yeah. it's really loud. So then you've got all the armchair quarterbacks basically weighing in on what's going on. I was incredibly angry. I was, you know, they were throwing beers and everything like that. In the moment, I think if I was throwing beers at the bar, no, at at the the stadium. But in the uh, in that moment, I'm thinking to myself, I might if I'm in that stadium, I I might have reacted the same way. I mob mentality. I hope I wouldn't have, but I it looked bad. It reminded me of like Vancouver when that happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, you you started to get, or I started to think about what would happen after the game. Yeah, burn the city around around the streets. If they win that game, what would have happened? Yeah. So I was in that moment. It was around my son's bedtime, so uh, like six thirty, seven ish. After he scored that run, or after they ticked off the Texas three, Toronto two, uh, Ben started wailing, just crying, and just going ah ah, and he's freaking out. And I'm holding him, trying to <laughs> trying to calm him down, but watching the game at the same time. So they're showing the replays of the ump uh, throwing his hands up, and I'm going. Ben, they called time. He called time. The play's dead. The play's dead. And he's he's, he's agreeing with me, of course, because yeah, he's, he's, he's wailing and crying. Yeah. And, and that was one of the most frustrating moments. Ben is <laughs> yeah. Ben is a huge Jays fan. Like yeah. he, he breathes Jays. He eats, yeah. sleeps, poops Jays. All he knows is a playoff 
uh, yeah, you, baseball team. Yeah. So this poop is blue. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but that, like Chacho, you were the only guy who was downtown for that game. Like, what was that like? So, so city must have been. So then, yeah, then bottom of the seventh. Everyone knows the story, so we don't have to rehash it. Three errors, greatest bat flip in the history of mm-hmm. sports, mankind, uh, humankind. The bat's still flipping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bar goes nuts. Let's go, Blue Jays, everything like that, screaming, yelling. We spilled out of that bar. We went down to uh, a bar close to the Rogers Center. Lots of uh, young people out on the streets, horns honking, and uh, people were in... I didn't go to that part of town, but people were in uh, Young Young Dundas Square. I don't know if you you know the... uh, They've got the scramble intersection there. Oh yeah, the Times Square of Toronto. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> not at all like that, but <laughs> but they've got the the timed uh, scramble intersection where all lights are green at, uh, and then everyone can rush into the. So every time that the scramble intersection went off, everyone runs into the middle of the square. They're jumping up and down. They're hugging each other. Yeah, screaming. So there, yeah, there was definitely an atmosphere in the city that was uh, something we haven't seen uh, in over ten years. Cause yeah, I, I mean that was the first. Playoff series of any sport that uh, the city had, had. I mean, outside of here's a question: C- CFL, which nobody cares about. Do you guys? <laughs> do you guys like the I guess, celebrate after every round? Yeah, like do you like that whole yeah. part of baseball? I mean, in baseball, it's part of the game. In, 162 games, yeah. right? Like it's a it's a long season, so it is. In hockey, the fans probably celebrate after every round, but the players just shake hands and go about their business. I'm sure they go get lit up somewhere. Like yeah. I don't think it's. I'm sure they celebrate in their own way, but everything's so yeah. Well, the centric with, with baseball. The, it's J- like... the Jays definitely did get lit up, and I'm gonna name drop here. I was out at a bar <laughs> that night, and Colabello and Edwin. Oh yeah, the were, Italian stallion. We're at the same bar. At... Those two went up together, Colabello. And... Well, I think I think I think there were a few more, but those are the guys yeah, I saw yeah, specifically. Yeah. If I had to pick two guys who two bros who would be tight, it would not <laughs> no. be like this, this Italian. Yeah, dude. It yeah. would be Mooney and Cliff Pennington. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Mooney and anybody. Yeah. Like, everyone wants to be bros with Mooney, but yeah, they were out and. They left later than I did, so they definitely didn't get very much shut out of that night. Yeah. Let's, let's say that. <laughs> I love watching like the whole champagne, the beer pouring. It's it's yeah. so over the top, overdone. But those guys, they work hard for that. And and uh, to be honest, if I had the option of doing that after every time we won a, a beer league game, I would yeah. say yes. I was, yeah. We almost do. So we yeah. celebrate <laughs> beers after the game. I'm, well, th- I'm thinking like at, at work and stuff like that. Like I make a good call at work. I'm just gonna. Flip yeah. over my keyboard, spray. Well, we had a, spray an associate with champagne. Like. <laughs> well, our our beer league team, uh, C two division, the the Huskies. Whoa, uh, whoa. We we came off uh, we came off a close uh, but rough six four loss the uh, the day that the Jays won that series, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah. And as we well, do, they clinched. Or no, sorry, the day they clinched. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so as we do, we're having a shower, a post game shower after. After with the lads and uh, our buddy Kyle Roche comes in for no reason after a six four loss pops two bottles of champagne and spraying <laughs> everybody with it everyone starts going nuts <laughs> so, so ridiculous yeah. but I think he was inspired by that and even like you know some of my students were talking about it and how fun it looked I'm like this ends up pretty good message <laughs> yeah. Girls, you know yeah alcohol makes things more fun. Yeah, exactly. baseball's already kind of fun but. Yeah. 
Yeah, spray. it's the only time they can let loose and celebrate publicly and too, act right? like children. Yeah, cameras. Right. I'm sure they go out and celebrate oh, for sure. in their own way. Yeah, I, I mean, liked it was nice seeing like Gibby in there, like Gibby, yeah. you know, all the guys hugging him, him being a part of the celebration. He tries to keep it under control, but like you can he's see, he's the dad. He's the cool he's stepdad. He's the coolest guy. He's the coolest yeah. 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 All right, guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, cigars out on the field, not in the locker room. Yeah. He's the cool stepdad. That that's. Turns a blind eye to you drinking in the basement, right? Yeah, that's probably Kawasaki. Really, uh, sorry, how do you say it? Is it Kawasaki? Kawasaki, yeah. yeah, Kawasaki, yeah. Really stepped up in the in the celebration of the post game interviews. Like that's that's what they signed him for, you know, to bring mm-hmm. that bring that to the table and and just every time he opens his mouth, like he's the best mascot in the world. Yeah, <laughs> like, something funny is always coming out of his mouth, and and the fact that he struggles with English so much makes everything so much funnier, <laughs> you know. But yep. Which brings us to the next point. Which we are racist? Yeah, no, no, not no. at all. He's just, you can tell that he, he he's not very confident in his English and he makes it into a joke and he's always talking about how he has two English books now and, yeah. and scenes before he was talking about how he had an English book. So. Yeah. He's he's much improved and it's yeah, it's, it's still funny and yeah. uh, he's a great character. Do you guys think, I guess we have to talk a little bit about the bad flip. Do you think that got way too much bad press? I think we're all in agreement that we think it was the greatest thing in the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. Did a, it get too much bad press? No, but did you hear what... There's Ho- always going to be a backlash against... Jose was talking... So I thought Jose had a great point when, after that happened, he said that the Jays, you know, there's different guys. There's Americans on the team. There's Dominicans. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's a very tight-knit group. But he was talking about how the people who are criticizing, and, and this doesn't have to do with the players on the team, but people who criticize, you know, those huge celebrations in baseball are your typical, like, American... Uh, baseball players who white guys think that the game belongs to them, you know. Yeah. And he was saying that it's a global game now, and how they play this game in, in yeah, in Dominican and Asia, yeah. in Korea, Japan, like that's 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 as much part of the game in exactly uh, Asia and Latin America as it's not part of the game right. here. So why why say you know we got to play it this way? This way, I mean. And what, another great point he had is that you look at the NFL and the NHL and NBA, like the you no look at, fun league. You look at the, but you look at the celebrations that even they have, like like Ovechkin with the log burning and things <laughs> yeah. like that. Like when a huge play is made in another major sport, there's always a huge celebration. Why yeah. is it? Yeah. Why is that not allowed in baseball? Yeah, these like guys that? aren't robots, right? Like, yeah, I love it. It's great. I think back to all of the. Okay, obviously Joe Carter's home run is different, but think back to the Alomar home runs in the in the playoffs, right? You had yeah. the you had the, the point in the yeah. uh, you had the, the tomahawk in the yeah, like you're excited, like act. Why wouldn't you be excited? Like if, it, unless you're some sort of unfeeling robot. Yeah, why but wouldn't going you? back to the Alomar home run, was it okay to for Eckersley to, to uh, fist pump after right? every strikeout? Yeah. Scream that guy wasn't respecting the game, but know. you know what? We probably should just. Get rid of that. We should get rid of that phrase from the conversation. Yeah. Respecting the game. All these guys respect the game. They, yeah. What's, yeah. Yeah. Respect the game. How? It's it's. it's the a, only reason it's the good old American pastime, and it's what these guys remember from their own days. And now things might have changed, and they want it to go back to what they remember. What the you know what, what they're nostalgic. L- like losers don't like it. Yeah. Just losers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the other point. Else. No yeah. Jays fans said, "Oh man." 
Yeah, he probably shouldn't have done that. I'm happy yeah. we won, but he didn't respect it. No, everyone well, like, said that was the greatest bad flip in the history of man. You lose any game and there's a big celebration, you're not going to like it because you lost the game. And yeah. then it's just like putting salt in the moon, sure, but it's it's a celebration for something. What is Jose supposed to do? Hit that jack and simply just run around the bases like he, you know, like it's nothing? Like, like it's he, a home run in July. It's yeah. an emotional game and he plays the, plays the game with a huge chip on his shoulder and that's how he responded at the time. I thought it was great and I think there should be more of it. Yeah. And I'm sure he would have done if it was a home run in July. Uh, the, the Jays have been down. Yeah. There'd been a controversial call. He probably would have done the exact right. same thing. Right. So what? And I think that's why we like watching Stroman pitch so much too, because he's animated. Yeah. You know, like he, he when he when he guns a guy out, like it's or sorry when he strikes a guy out, like you can tell that he's fired up. And I think that stuff, kind of stuff is great for the game. So. And it's exactly the reason why I hate every single Kansas City pitcher yeah. because when they strike out the Jays <laughs> late inning games yeah. in the last couple of days and they Whew. they scream and are you guys uh, are you guys nervous about the start that we've had to round two? Hey, never say never. I'd be lying to say if I wasn't. I obviously would have liked to split coming out of uh, first two games. Mm-hmm. Incredibly unlucky last night's game. Was that Goins' fault last night or is that Price? That being left in too long. What's what's the re- what do you think? How would you dissect that? Uh, it's because I left and stopped watching the game. We <laughs> left where we were at the at the that's, bar. That's it was three right, nothing. Right. Got in the car. Okay. Yeah. Put, put it on, on the, the radio. radio. Yeah. Three one. Three two. Three three. Step in the house just in time to see the the fourth run too. Yeah. And it's all because I left the bar. Yeah. That's we, it. We all left the same bar. Yeah. Actually, a lot of. I people. was talking like I I really was talking about how price was unbelievable you know like i was like this guy is on fire right now and, and you know when you just say too much and, and yeah yeah back to bite you in the ass to be perfectly like, honest with you i do think they left him in too long like why do you have a pen you should mm-hmm. have seventh inning guy eighth inning guy but he's got guy. so much more rest and he's a left-handed arm who's better than anyone on the team you know what it would have been a lot better to get him a nice win and seven innings <laughs> yeah. than leave him in that go that, that go that go like yeah Cohen's thing was Unfortunate. Then? He called him off and then he fell. Like, yeah, which sucked. But I don't know. Like, so he did call him off. I thought he called him off and then he bailed. I th- I thought he called him off and then he fell on his on his backside. That's whatever what it was. It, yeah. it was it was a deadly play for the Jays. Like that started everything. Right. And Price even even the even the balls that like uh, Kansas was was hitting off of Price. Like they were all just over the infield. Yeah. Like there was nothing. I didn't think it was as bad. He as wasn't get, he know? wasn't getting hit hard or anything like no. that. But but what does that do for his confidence? You know, like he has he's got a horrible record in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. this just added to it. And I felt like this could have been his breakout from that. that and was, I thought he was going to get the win. Like it was that would have been a turning point. Now we now we go back to Stroman. We go down two one. Once we get a Stroman win, it's probably yeah. <laughs> I like that against, confidence against, yeah. against Cueto. Yeah, coming back home, I think Stroman is who everyone would pick to have in mm-hmm. that situation. So. I think it was Bruce Arthur who who said uh, he pointed out that Randy Johnson had lost uh, at the time uh, playoff record seven games in a row or seven starts in a row, mm-hmm. but then proceeded to uh, throw out five straight wins, including a Game Seven World Series win. All right, so, so lots of baseball to play. Yeah, a lot of baseball to be played. Down to nothing means nothing. Yeah, sorry to be what so level headed. You were talking about <laughs> no panic. No, what was that stat you were talking about with? Comeback, so from two zero start, right? Oh, uh, the only other oh, team. Sorry, 0-2 start. Yeah, the only team to do it to come back uh, from two two zero deficits was Kansas City back in eighty five. Okay, and so I don't think that's right. 
What? I, they definitely came back in the CS against the Jays, but there was no series before that. And they didn't win the World Series that year, did they? No, that's what I heard. They definitely... Oh, okay. Well, I... Check the... Brian! Brian, check, Brian, check the check the tape there. All right, thanks. Pause. We'll, we'll edit that out. Pause for edit. <laughs> yeah. Either way, uh, it's a team of destiny. We're coming back. Uh, everyone, yeah. everyone relax. Uh, it's actually a good luck pod to be doing this because uh, we did one at the Cabana when the Leafs were down 3-1. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That, the uh, never before... The, the on-air podcast, yeah. yeah. So no one and I and John Mike remember that. No one else remembers yeah. that. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> we never released that part. So we talked about how the Leafs were not out. It was 3-1. Boston was up. And they came back, tied it up. And the rest is history. And the rest is... <laughs> it sounds like you guys got the... You got the tough one out of the way with John Mike, though. I heard really good things about the last the last pod. Yeah. Well, that was a bounce-back pod for yeah. me. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. We thought he was, you know, not ready for, for the air. He came back and he proved he was, so... There you go. Anything else you guys want to uh, go over with the Jays? I think we're good with the Jays. That's a lot of Jays talk. And um, Yeah, that was your uninformed Jays half hour for, brought to you by three guys that uh, know nothing about and, baseball. And no Birds stats. And... No prep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is this is as Jalen would say, this is Pop the Trunk production here. We're not uh, we're not prepared. What do we call it? Birds and Birds Birds Banter or something, what were we calling it? Oh yeah. Birds and Bros, I don't know, Burbs and Burbs. Birds and Banter. Yeah. Pause for edit. <laughs> yeah, we really should have <laughs> Chris message there as yeah. well. The but this is what to, the fans want. They the want place the place to be, that's what they call it. Yeah. They call yeah. it the place to be. So uh, if you if you guys want to take a break and uh, pause it there, we'll come back uh, with our music draft where we're gonna talk about our favorite alt rock albums of twenty fifteen. All right? All right, hate your neck. No, thanks, Alanis. We're back here at the uh, Overserve Podcast. Uh, thanks for sticking around with us. Uh, concluding thoughts. Do you guys have anything you want to mention? A shout out to our fans. Thank you so much for the feedback. Again, subscribe on iTunes. The Overserved Podcast by Noah Vanderhoff. Uh, I think we'll add a description, maybe a new logo soon. We'll see what happens. Add a rating, five-star rating. Let us know what you think. All right. Go Jays. Awesome. Go Jays. Can I stress you out? <laughs>